Barber. Whoa, 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 what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing there? Well, I'm starting for a change because you always shout Stanton. I thought I'd shout, Barber. I'm not happy about this. This is, this is a change. This is, ep what, is it an uh, apocryphal episode? Are we doing something new then? Is this... What's... Not really. I just thought I just thought it was time I had a turn starting it all off. Oh, that's pathetic. Right, well, <laughs> you didn't mention that in the preamble that we've been talking about, so let's just uh, chat before we start this malarkey. I like a surprise. I like something out of the ordinary. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're all bored. We're all fed up with the mundane, the same old, same old. I thought we'd switch it up a bit, you know, spin it around a bit, you know, okay, that well, sort of thing. Well, funny you say that. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I saw the uh, the briefing yesterday. It was Captain Generic that was doing it yesterday. Yeah, uh, the other boy. How did he get on? Was well, he okay? He still looks like he wants to be head prefect. Yeah, he's still he's doing <laughs> that kind of. You know, um, but I'm furious. I mean, you talk about change, right? I would. I've never been great with mathematics or anything or graphs and all that. They've changed the graphs, Paul. Uh, so I don't get the, uh, I, the the stuff there. And I was looking at it with my wife yesterday. Said, what, where, where am I looking? What is what is that there? Who's been tested? Who's not been tested? Who looks like they should be tested? And I'm furious with them changing the graphs because it's Captain Generic. Yeah, well, why have they done that? Is it because we were all confused by the previous graphs? Yeah, I don't think we liked the graphs. that You know, the ones that showed us going up following, uh, you know, uh, I don't think they liked us uh, doing that. And in fact... You see, me, me, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the pie chart. I like I a like pie a, chart. Yeah, me too. Well, I, no can, I can yeah. understand the pie chart. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Steady. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> what kind of pie chart would you like? Would you like a... Well, I'd like a steak pie chart. Yeah. I do like a steak pie chart. And I don't mind, you know, a gooseberry pie chart. Either. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, so if they could pop along with... Maybe they get Mary Berry to do it tomorrow, couldn't oh, they? they yes. Could get them to do the briefing. Or Paul Hollywood, because he's good in the baking department. Well, he's good in a few departments, isn't he? You know, the old... Yeah, and Gordon Ramsay <laughs> could be that guy at the side. Do you want to say anything, Gordon? Beep, 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 beep. Thank you, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's down in Cornwall upsetting the natives at the moment, so he might not be available. But, yeah, a pie chart's good, so maybe they should go to that, because... The thing with graphs and stuff, I, I, it always went over my edge. You know when you were doing maths at school and there was that point, that pivotal point yeah. where they introduced the XY axis? Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And immediately I was gone, which was a shame because I got two years left at school at that point. <laughs> I, I, I could do long multiplication. I can add up in my head. I'm, I'm really good at that sort of stuff. But as soon as they drew them two lines on the, oh. board, on the board in blood... X, Y, I'd had enough. There was one one of the things that used to get me, quadratic equations. I never could work out the 2X plus C equals 5B. I never, ever got that. I never managed to yeah. balance either side. You know, he you see, one my side daughter's the doing, same as the other. My daughter's doing all that now. She can do it off the top of her head, but she can't add up 88 and 88 in her head. No. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's more relevant. It's more useful because logarithms, the only time I've used a logarithm is on a theme park. I've, I've never, I've never been Ooh. near them. You know Sorry. what I mean? Sorry, are we doing bingo later on as well? Is it, <laughs> is it, that's great. What time? What time's the juggler? Starting up. Anyway, I, I just wanted to pass that on. I, I think, and I, I, yeah. I will pass on the uh, the pie pie charts and Mary Berry. If you would, Mary Berry's briefing is is a lovely idea. Thank you for that. The that's pie great. pie chart. You see, that's going to capture people's attention. Yeah. The listening, the viewing figures at five o'clock are going to go way through the roof if Mary Berry's doing the pie pie chart. 
She could mm. just be over in the corner, just uh, doing it. I don't, oh, okay, here's the number of tests that have been carried on. I've taken a slice out, okay? And we need yeah. to get the whole yeah. pie done. It needs to be baked properly. That's just genius. Yeah, you just got to watch the Hollywood because he's got a habit of eating stuff, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah the that... chart will be gone. But talking about uh, politicians yesterday and all that malarkey, I see, I see Boris, Boris, oof. Took a bit of a grilling, didn't he? He got yes. a bit of a kicking from Keir Starmer yesterday. Again, again. Yeah. Keir's a silent assassin, isn't he? He's a sort of very well-mannered gentleman. And not your typical Labour-looking fella. You know, he's, he's, got, he's not got a holy jumper on or a donkey jacket. He's yeah. dressed like a tourist. So he's disarming Boris, I think. And then he goes in for the kill. But Boris went home and told his mum and dad, I think. I think yeah. that's what... Because he had, to, he, he had to write a letter to Keir afterwards. Yeah. Saying, you know, don't play nice in future, please don't pick on me. You know, yeah. I think he was offered the option by his dad of go round and batter him or write him a letter. So Boris got his crayons out. I still like this argument about the whole thing about why have you taken the death uh, comparison thing off? And then Boris, mm. well, well, we don't want to <laughs> look to the back. He does this at the moment, there's nobody there. So he's doing, yeah, yeah. He's doing his stuff and expecting going, and then nobody's doing anything. They're all going, hmm? And so he's, but then, you're on your own, Boris. I, hey, listen, the way I, I was looking at some of the stuff, there's a few rumblings in the back benches. But then, uh, is that uh, a euphemism? I, I think it probably is. Reese Mogg's yeah. involved. Um, mm. But and then he goes, by the way, Boris, this is your graph. I just like the, uh, the fact <laughs> you did do the comparisons. Um, now, coming up on the show today, we've got a game of four play, which Paul loves. Uh, I do. We're going to do that one. Um, I'm going to look for more volunteers today. But I was wondering, Paul, about the whole thing. Um, it's a bit of a uh, figures war kicked off between GMB and the BBC. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, what's his name? That lovely Dan Walker, very nice Dan Walker. Uh, he tweeted that the figures for the breakfast show on the BBC have gone up. And apparently uh, the figures on uh, GMB have gone down. But, uh, but Well, that's unusual because not many BBC breakfast show figures have gone up lately. I can't possibly comment because I need to. No, of course not. I need to carry on working, uh, but <laughs> but I do I do see why uh, I, I've n I don't I've never watched BBC TV breakfast for ages. I quite mm. like the theatre of GMB. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Well, of course, I used to do the sport for BBC Breakfast you know, a few years ago. I used to do sporty films for them. Wow. Um, so my, you know, and I've worked for the BBC for many years, but it is a bit asinine. It's a little bit, you know, Dan Walker's like. The guy, as a dad, you want your daughter to bring home. Piers Morgan well, yeah. is, is more the guy that, you know, you really, really want yeah. your daughter to bring home. You know, he's going to take a bit of controlling, but he's going to bring home the bacon. He's going to make those dinner parties zing, where Dan Walker probably is in bed by 10. But to be fair, uh, when you look at uh, Piers Morgan at the moment, he definitely is bringing home the bacon. Um, mm. The lockdown is certainly <laughs> he's certainly having a few pies as well. He's enjoying a pie he's, pie chart. He's he's packing it on, isn't he? He's uh, he's he's got a bit of home cooking going on, I think. There, yeah, yeah he's, he's, doing, he's doing well. Uh, right, like, hang on then. Let's have a game quickly, Paul, of four play. Your favourite competition yes, of all time. Okay, right, <laughs> right. The idea, Paul, is that you have to tell me uh, four things associated with four. All right. Yeah. Okay. All here's right. here's uh, question number one. There are mm -hmm. four rocky planets in the solar system, Earth, Mercury, Mars, and which other planet is known as a rocky planet? Rocky, Rocky, Rocky it, 4? No, it's not, and it's not Rocky, oh. Bob, 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 Adrian! Adrian! I 
I do for you? That's a great moment away in radio. Thank, thank you. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, it's a planet that begins, uh, ends with an S. Oh, is it Uranus? No, it's not. I knew you would do that. It, <laughs> it's no, it's another one that ends with S, and it begins with a v. v, 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 v okay. V, planets of the uh, Earth, Mercury, Mars, and v, v, v. Jupiter. No, Jupiter. Your Plutos. No, not Plutos. That's a bar. <laughs> V, V, Ven. Vesuvius. I don't know, what is it? Venus. Oh, of course it's Venus. I'm your Venus. I'm your fire. Your oh, he's covering up here. How did I forget Venus? That, is, forget that is a classic distractionary thing there. It was not listeners. <laughs> just a, oh, I'll sing a song. The fact that I don't know a planet called Venus. Number two. My mind went blank there for a second. I don't surprise, know surprise. <laughs> uh, name the four Gospels in the Bible. Uh, oh, Ooh, right. Um, <clears throat> you've, okay. You've got um, um, four. Bo- uh, Matthew's one of them. Matthew. Is it Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, it's the one. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, come on down. Uh, we were talking about mathematics earlier on, Paul. Um, yes, we were. The... And Pythagoras uh, hasn't featured yet. I hope he's going to feature here. Name the four mathematical operations. The four things that mathematic you do when uh, you're doing mathematics. There are four. Well, you, you subtract, you divide, you multiply, and you add. Wow, brilliant. Number uh, four, and then four characters from which, sit, uh, which not a sitcom, but it's a TV show that had a lighter aspect. Uh, Samantha, Miranda, Charlotte and Carrie. Four characters in which US TV show? Four women, Paul. Oh, that's the, the New York thing, isn't it? Oh. Go on, go on. You're bang oh, on it. You are bang on it. She writes the column for the paper, Sex in the City. Yes, good boy. Come on down. I, that's you. That was, I can't, I'm not going to play the jingle. Sex in the, uh, no, it's not sex. It, it's, no. <laughs> Four play. <laughs> now listen, talking about sexy stuff that you just obviously got on your brain, so I'll, I'll just um, feed that. Um, the, uh, the British naturism has been in touch, uh, Ronnie. Oh, have they? And, have um, been in touch, have they? They've, they've been part? in touch. What have they touched? Uh, just here. Oh, okay. And... <laughs> They're reporting a whopping 100% rise in new members, British Naturism. New members? 100%. New members, a rise. They get new members? Rise. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're getting new members all the time. Yeah. But not, not with such a big rise. How are the older uh, members feeling about that? Do the older members like the new members? Are they encouraging well, new members? They're, they're sort of flaccid about it. They're ah, not, okay. not, really, yeah. not really bothered. Okay. Uh, but anyway, since the lockdown began, apparently all us Brits are stuck indoors, so we're turning to nature. Apparently, more and more of us, and I'm a bit worried about this, are stripping off at home to bake, exercise, sunbathe, and even cook. People are doing it in the nuddy. Uh, now, I, I, I think this is a health and safety issue. I think, you know, it's dangerous. And I think there needs to be a minimum lockdown dress code. Do you know what I mean? For yeah, certain yeah. Go chores. On. Go on. So I'm, I'm going to propose, I mean, if I miss anything out, please, you know, fill in the blanks. Um, Venus. Um, if, if you're cooking, uh, I would suggest at least a penny. At least a penny, just to stop, you know, excessive splatter from the sausages. You don't, that, oh no, you that don't, hurts. yeah, you don't need excessive splatter when you're naked, <laughs> do you? 
No, you don't no, want excessive no. splatter, particularly down the nether regions. Yeah. So if you're cooking, kids, you can still be a naturist, but please wear a penny, preferably a comedy one with, I don't know, a bottle of beer on it, or, or a naked woman, you know, over your naked torso. Yeah. Is that mm. not self-defeating, that? If you're doing, why would you well, put a naked body cover over a naked body? Well, I got a comedy one last year from my daughter, which was a naked woman's body, you know, so it yeah. looks like you, it's your body. I mean, for you, you'd have to get a, a child's one. Um, I can never get the right length. No, I know, I've been told. Now, gardening, at least a thong. You must, if you're out, you know, in the... Yeah, yeah if you... Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Because them thistles, you've got to... Protect yourself from them thistles. So at least a thong and probably a pair of socks. So also protect the neighbour's blushes. Not bushes, blushes. So at least a thong while you're gardening. And watching TV, um, I I, I never think it's a good idea for a man to be naked watching TV. So uh, just a covering of the private parts or a well-placed cushion. Oh, uh, because you, you remember as a boy watching sexy yeah. films, you need a well-placed cushion, don't you? Actually, I, I used to have that same thing when I used to watch the Teller Girls on Sunday night at the Palladium. Um, yeah. Yeah, when they, they came on with the high-kicking thing, and, and I used to have to get, grab uh, the, the big cushion or uh, just have the dog up in my lap just to kind of... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an unreported, you know, worry for young gentlemen, isn't it, that the, uh, the well-placed cushion drama... You know, and and uh, I feel it's never been fully explored by society. You know, oh, and, mine, uh, mine was fully explored. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Oh yeah, I was. Oh yeah, when that happened, I fully explored it to the end. But us blokes don't talk about the things that affect us, the things that we have to go through as teenagers. Good. You nice, know, the girl, yeah. the girls talk about yeah. their periods and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. But the problems that young men have, Good you know, show. at 14, 15, yeah. we have to go through that cushion period, yes. you know, where you, you have to place it in the right place or get a dog. Or you have to stand in the swimming pool before you can come out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, you don't get out of the water for at least five minutes yeah. later than everybody else. Just when you've, yeah. been, you've been taking in the views and you think... I, I can't go. You come in now. Go, yeah, no, I'll stay. I'm enjoying the weather, the lovely water. Yeah, these are things that are never talked about, and I'm glad we're getting it out there because there'll be there'll be young men listening to this podcast who'll be thinking, "Hurrah! Uh, for, yeah, Hurrah! One more for the men." And yeah, that's nice. And you're quite right. That was the problem. Getting it out there was my biggest issue. Yes, uh, yes. As well, um, top Paul, uh, you were talking there about uh, wearing a thong and a gun. Um, uh, it's time now to kind of just take our head off away from uh, the uh, COVID-19 for the time being because okay. the government's asked for a citizen's army, all right? 1.3 million of us could be called up to fight giant hogweed. Giant hogweed. Hog, hog, hogweed? Yes, giant hogweed. He does sound okay. like in a wrestling bill, doesn't he? Him and well, I, I, I thought I'd seen him with Kendo Nagasaki. Uh, back in the 70s um, at the arena in Peterborough. Giant A-Stacks was on that uh, bill, I believe, as well. Um, if government plans get the go-ahead, a volunteer force could be formed to combat the invasive species that transmit disease and harm biodiversity from floating pennywort, again, I think I Penny. knew her. She used to do travel for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to signal crayfish. Uh, so this this what this hogweed pole, it comes back uh, every year, apparently, and uh, it, we need to take it on. We need to take it and fight it in the, well, I suppose the canals. 
What do we fight it with? Is it a rake or is it, you know, uh, one of the... Do, do we have to get one of them nets that we used to have as kids on the end of a, 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 end of a cane that used to catch tadpoles? Is that, will that be suitable? I'm looking what sort here. of implements? Uh, uh, who, who is the enemy? Floating pennywort, Australian swamp stonecrop, signal crayfish, Himalayan balsam. Himalayan balsam. <laughs> Well, so why aren't they stopping this stuff at the airport? That's what I want to know. Why yeah, aren't they stopping well, it at the border? That's what, yeah, because every time I watch it, because I like those uh, border security films. You know, yeah, the, yeah. The Australians, if you bring anything in at all, if you bring a, a, the, an apple core in, you're up yeah. against the wall, you're handcuffed, <laughs> and you're sent to some island off Tasmania to yeah, save exactly. the rest of your time. But in this why country, don't we have that? Why don't we have that? I'm, I'm just reading today. We've let in 100,000 people with COVID-19 without checking them. Yet, like you said, you know, Jeff, just come back from Tenerife with a two-litre bottle of Ouzo, full-on cavity search. You know, the gloves are on. <laughs> the gloves are on, you know? Would you like to do that job? I don't know if I'd like to do cavity searching. I, I wouldn't actually. No, I'd prefer not to. Um, no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not into cavities. Have you but had? Have, I, you, have you had your prostate uh, checked yet? I've not. No. That's, that involves a cavity search, does it? Well, you get the rubber glove stamp. Oh, you it, get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you should. You should get it checked, mate. You're at that age now, aren't you? Well, I'm 53. Yeah. Mm. Get get in there. Get your prostate checked out, mate, to see if it's. Uh, Bit worried about that. Not sure about that. You don't mm. have to worry about it, mate. You don't have to worry about it. It's good for you. Everybody, is every it? man listening, because uh, this is kind of a wee bit of a men's fest today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it is. Get along and check. Now I don't know. Um, I got mine checked. One by a male doctor and one by a female doctor. I would suggest the female doctor. The blokes are a wee bit uh, like they're changing the hubcap. You know, there's a wee bit especially. Of that. Especially if he's got hairy hands. Do you know what I mean? They wear rubber gloves, mate. Even so, just the look of all that hair underneath the rubber gloves. I they're did, doing that to They're be doing fair. that at banks now, aren't they? The, the, yes. If you go into the bank, because somebody suggested you'd been into the bank yesterday, had you? Uh, yeah, I had. How do you know? Yeah. Well, because apparently somebody had been thrown out of Barclays because they're, they're giving out these little fingertip um, coverings. Fingertip? Uh, to cut... Yeah, it's sort of just you know, hmm. like um, how okay. can I describe it? Like a like a miniature condom for your finger. All right. Um, they okay. gi- they're giving them out at banks. So when you press your numbers on the cash till, it keeps your fingers COVID free. Yeah. Oh, well, but I somebody suggested that. somebody suggested on Facebook yesterday that you perhaps been in the bank and mistook um, these finger condoms for something else. So That's rubbish. That's rubbish. How do you know? No, I hadn't. I, I, I don't. Um, I get my man to get my money. I don't know. Uh, but the thing is, <laughs> do you remember those things where um, it, people used to do it? And those little uh, sort of wet sponges uh, that they used to count money, they'd put their finger in there and they go, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And pens on, uh, pens on the ends of things, you know, pens on chains. Oh, we yeah, were yeah. happy. Yeah, they were good days. I remember when people used to write things on your banknotes. There was always a bit of writing yes. on the odd banknote, wasn't there? Uh-huh. But, you know, we, we don't see that anymore. But, but, you know, pens on chains. Pens yeah. on chains. Soap on, soap on string. Yeah. Was, they were good times. They were happy times. You, you would Lots shit. of stuff hanging. Lots of hanging stuff. Yeah, the uh, low-hanging fruit. Uh, uh, as you and I both know, <laughs> that's where where comedy does come from. No, yeah. uh, Paul, a wee bit of... We bit of uh, I don't know how to. I'm going to approach this where because uh, we did get a couple of messages yesterday. Uh, do you did remember we? my competition was? Uh, it takes 15 minutes to do what? Um, wrong answers only, please. Wrong yes. answers only. 
Well, we only got uh, a couple answers uh, on the message thingy from two people, Taylor okay. and Chris Cullum. Oh, right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Cray twins of Cambridgeshire. Certainly. Yeah, um, and I'm not going to broadcast their answers. What was, oh. that, what was that noise? Not me. Well, it wasn't me either. Okay. They're all on me. Oh, all on me. Um, um, but it, it was a, a, a two words, uh, a bush uh, and penny, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, no, that's a disgrace. I'm not going to play them. Yeah. Well, I, I, listen, um, Christopher and Mark, if you're listening, to give yeah. you your Sunday names. Thank you. Uh, it's, just, it's just not good enough. Uh, um, we don't... We don't glorify in that sort of behaviour. No. We don't like it. Could you please write a letter to Penny expressing your remorse yes. and I'll pass it on. And mm. I've, 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 I've sent the uh, off to Ofcom as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. Get Ofcom involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nail them. In fact, you know, scrap the letter thing. Let's get them straight to the Australian airport, full-on cavity search, up against the wall from yeah. the Australian immigration people. That'll sort They won't do it again. Just sort it out. It's funny. Yeah. When and I Mark Taylor likes it. He likes a cavity search, does Mark Taylor anyway. Uh, funny enough, uh, when I did t contact Ofcom, uh, and mm. I mentioned your name, and I went, oh, yeah. yeah. And I just heard this, loads of files being brought to the table. Uh, <laughs> Stainton, Paul Stainton. Yeah, OK, let's see. There's only one complaint upheld against me against Ofcom, and that was in 1994. <laughs> you and Trevor. Trevor Peer. I was doing the cult club on an evening, and uh, Trevor Peer rang in. Uh, I read a story out about a man who had broken the world record uh, for the longest ever orgasm. And... Uh, Trevor Peer, who used to work on the sports team, but a very funny man, uh, phoned in claiming to be said man who'd broken the world record. And what he said in the following two or three minutes upset a vicar in Grantchester. And yes, there was an Ofcom uh, uphold against my programme. That's the only one ever. I, uh, I just can't believe that you would... Anyway, I've never had one Ofcom... Uh, again, not 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 not, not, uh, in the, not in the name of Ronnie Barber. My other television <laughs> names have have got something. Uh, Paul, uh, tomorrow I uh, would uh, just to highlight tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have a cultural moment tomorrow, Paul and I. I'm not going to say we? too much. Yeah, because um, a lot of people are doing uh, these kind of. They're taking. Uh, they're doing readings of uh, sonnets and everything. And then one guy kicked in today, Paul. Uh, he's a, like an actor. He's one of those. Oh, I'll die. an actor. And he's actor. He was reading uh, the lyrics of a song in an actorial way. Uh, Paul, tomorrow oh, yeah. you and I, we're going to raise the bar in this. So, listeners, tomorrow, high culture for a Friday. Wow. Um, wow. Well, uh, children's games for a Thursday, because I don't know if you saw, um, there's a picture in the paper yesterday. It was quite a heartbreaking picture, actually, of, of school children in France sat in a playground back at school in chalk squares you know, 10 metres apart all around the playground. They're all sat on their own, not playing together. And it just made me, it made me feel yeah, a little bit reminiscent. You know, I was thinking back of my school days because there's a lot of games that they're not going to be playing now, isn't there? You know, yeah. they're not going to be able to play British Bulldog, you know, classic, because um, there's too much interaction in that, you know, and um, brotherly love. Um, piggyback fighting, they're not going to be able to play that anymore. Football. Uh, girls going to the toilet in pairs, that's not allowed anymore, no. you know. Um, well, I don't know what's allowed. I suppose they can play hopscotch. They can yeah. still yeah. separate hopscotch things. And um, and that swinging on the rope game that girls used to play, where they'd have yeah. a long rope. Yeah. They, and then 
And then the Elastic Bands in. thing. Remember the Elastic Bands thing? That thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they can still play that. Hide and seek still works. And kicking the football at other kids' heads. I think that's still a game you can play as well. You can do that. I find myself a wee bit kind of, I don't really relate to what you're talking because a lot of times in our uh, playground, we'd be doing uh, watercolours. Uh, we'd be painting watercolours. <laughs> um uh, really? So, yeah, uh, sometimes we'd have a yoga class at one end. Of really? The, yeah, yo we'd, we'd be doing yoga uh, yoga classes. Uh, 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 Mrs. Ferguson used to do uh, uh, pottery in another thing. So, was, oh. so, so we we never really get into any of that kind of British bulldog wow. thing or anything. You know, it's, so you were a very cultured child, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I was, You're the sort of child that we used to put in a box at the back of the dinner hall. Mm, I never, well, actually, any boxes were, were used were made from origami, which was an art... <laughs> On a Friday, uh, we used wow. to. Yeah, it was. You know, we were built. I brought up in a mining uh, district, and you know, the, we we were very much into the arts and crafts, Paul. We, you know, wow, the, that's the, amazing. The number of times I would uh, I would sit down with my mates and we'd do my crammy sessions together. Oh, it was lovely. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm just. A bit, <clears throat> Sorry. I can see that you're getting emotional there. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's oh, did, what about you know from the origami? Did you get many paper cuts? Did you did you hurt your fingers? Yeah, but Paul, you know, it, it toughened us up because uh, yeah. we, you know, we had to go. This was in primary school. We had to go uh, to senior school as well, so it toughened us up for for yeah. things like that. And oh, and you got to build your own little house, didn't you? Out yeah, origami, origami nice. and macrame, yeah. uh, and uh, oh man, the I can't. You know, for the life of me, Paul, I, we, you know, we used to have to share scissors as well. Because uh, did you? There's yeah. a lot of knife crime, and so not not in the playground, but uh, we had to share. Oh, I'm so, not. I was never a big fan of macrame, um because um, it, it's not my favourite pasta. No, I, I I thought you were going to say it's not my favourite um, self defence. Not either. You know, the old <laughs> macrame. Uh, time now. All right, new listeners, new listeners, new, new listeners. listeners. Where are we going today? Let's go, first of all, to a place called Wareham, Paul. Wareham in, I don't know where Wareham is, uh, W-A-R-E-H-A-M. Well, I'll tell you where Wareham is, uh, Ronnie. It's in Dorset. Um, the town's built on um, a strategic dry point between the River Frome and the River Piddle. Uh, the head of the well, River Frome or Froome. Will it be Frome or Froome? Well, it's Froome where I'm from. Okay. <laughs> Is it Froome where you're from? I don't know. Uh, I, I've oh, never well. had to use Froome from before. Anyway, it, it's, so it's between it's between the River from Froome and the River Piddle at the head of the Wareham Channel of Pool Harbour. And if you, Pool's beautiful. You've been to Pool? What a lovely no. place. Yeah. Sandbanks where Harry Redknapp lives. Beautiful bit of uh, What, he lives in the Sandbank? Well, it's it's a multi-million pound sandbank where every home's worth over three million pounds. So well, it's, it's well, a bit like quite, a, you know uh, the pyramids then. Well, no, it's more like you know it's more like um, oh, Stukeley Meadows that sort of. Oh, area. right, got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's more like that. But the, 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 the town's strategic setting has made an important settlement throughout history. Nice. Okay. Well, that's good. Oh, thank you for that. Um, we're going to go into London, Paul, and a place called Neasden. Neasden. And so I, I've seen it on the uh, underground tube uh, thingy. That underground tube they have in the London. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. northwest of London, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's near Brent Park, very close oh, uh, around Park. there. Yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. Nice? Neasden's actually it's actually owned by St Paul's Cathedral. I don't know if you knew this, but. Um, 
Uh, Neasden was uh, reported as a settlement in AD 939. Uh, it was a hamlet on the western end of the Dolls Hills village. That's why it's owned by St Paul's Cathedral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the 15th to 17th century, the Roberts family were the major landowners there. And Thomas Roberts erected Neasden House. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Where, where did he make his money then, Paul, that, that bloke? Oh, it was in potatoes. He oh. was the big, uh, he was a big potato importer, oh. and um, he, he used to he used to bring them in, uh, and then he invented smash. He had some little robots that used to smash the oh, potato it, to bits. Was bin. it him? They're getting them with their metal knives. Yeah, and they used to do all that. He was well ahead of his time because robots really hadn't been invented, but he kept them secret in a big uh, a big factory oh, at the back fantastic. of Eastern High Street. Mm. Uh, and let's go uh, down under to Melbourne, my friend. Off to Melbourne. Oh, I, I, the only time I've been to Melbourne, I went to interview Mark Viduka. Do you remember him? Yes. He used to play for Leeds United. Yes. And it was the 2000 Sydney Olympics, and I flew to Melbourne just to do this interview at the, at the Melbourne MCG, MC, Melbourne Cricket Ground. And they say about Melbourne, you get seven... Um, what do they call it? Hello. Seven what? Knock, knock. Seven uh, roads? Seven Some weather st- systems. Seven weather oh. systems in one day. So oh, yeah. we yeah. Flew, flew into Melbourne. It was raining. Got off the plane, it was sunshine. Then it started hailstorming. Then it was windy. Then the sun came back out again. Then we interviewed Mark Viduka and got wet through in torrential downpours on the way home. Oh, right. So it's a, and I kid you not, that's true. It's a wee bit like us then. It's a British climate, really. Yeah, it, it is. It is very British around there. Uh, you know, in Queen Victoria declared it a city, uh, Melbourne. That was in 1851, and Melbourne became the capital of uh, Victoria. So it's, it's very, it's quite British down there. Apart from they speak a bit funny, obviously, and most of the soil's orangey colour. Um. Mm. So hello, Wareham. Hello, Neasden. G'day, Melbourne. G'day, Melbourne. Uh, g'day. Hey. What, what are you doing there? What's that? that? That's the old uh, Melbourne. G'day, Melbourne. <laughs> You want to die? You want to put a, a, a couple of chats? What are they? What are Australian sausages? What do they call them? A couple of thingies on the Barbie? Uh, a couple. I of, don't know. And that's the that's the one thing I was going to say about Australia. The beer's rubbish, isn't it? It's really bad. Fosters. Really bad. Fosters. Victoria beer. Fosters. Castlemaine. I wouldn't give a Castlemaine four X for. Yeah. Yeah, Good but touch. it's not around anymore, is it? It's not lasted. It's not lasted, does it? <laughs> Time now for now. That's what Ronnie calls 1973. Oh yes, Ronnie, and uh, you did so well yesterday, yes. didn't you? Thank um, you. You got what? Did you get four and a half out of five. Yeah. I did. Yeah, really good. So let's see if you can go the whole hog today. Let's see if you can get five out of five. And uh, just before we start, uh, a few comments. Uh, Chris Payne says, oh, I like the look of that chart from 1973. Because I always put the top 40 up on my Facebook page just to show people. Uh, and Chris says, I think I've got most of those hits. Maybe not the Burley Chassis or the Periomo, but I've got most of the other hits. So uh, thank you, Chris. And I've got a special request for you from this chart from Peter Warby, which I'm going to let you hear in just a second once you've had a few goes at it, all right? Okay. So are you, are you ready for song number one? Yes, please. Fire away. <clears throat> song number one from 1973. Can you work this out? This is iconic. Here we go. What a tune. Oh. The man used to wear one glove. Oh, Alvin this. Coot my cuckoo. Oh, he's got it, Les Gemman. I needed he's the clue. Uh, to be fair, I needed the clue, mate. Yeah. 
he's off to a good start. Yeah, he was he was a sex god, Alvin Stardust in the seventies. Didn't he? he used to wear his rings over his glove? He did used to wear his rings over. He's a a bit like finger bobs. Yes. He? <laughs> why would you do that? And you know, why would you put a ring over a glove? I don't know. Anyway, devilishly yeah. difficult to get the gloves off once mm, you got the rings on. My devilishly difficult. That's beautiful. All right, one for one. Song number two from 1973. Here we go. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, mud and like, not sweet, not sweet. Uh, Huge band in '73. It's, uh, it's the sweet and blockbuster. The man at the back. Oh, he's picked the wrong one. Oh, the gun ballroom blitz. Oh. Ballroom blitz and the man at the back. Said it. Everyone attacking. Ballroom blitz. All right, so you got one and a half out of two. Now, this is where Peter Warby's special request comes in here, okay. uh, Ronnie. Um, and he wants you to sing this song. So let, let's play you the song first, and then we'll get your rendition of it afterwards, if that's possible. Is that okay with you, Ronnie? Yes, I'm, I'm very excited, yes. Okay, here's song number three from 1973. Oh, Spanish eyes. Um, Spanish eyes, uh, um... Oh, who is it though? Oh, um, not Herb Albert. Uh, Al Martino. Al Martino. It is Al Martino. Yes. Oh, that's a good effort. Yes. Two and a half out of three. And if we could have your rendition for Peter Worthy now, that would be lovely. Okay. In your own time. In your own time. Blue Spanish eyes. Teardrops are falling from your Spanish eyes. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's got the dogs you going. You uh, just couldn't let that go, could you? <laughs> what do you mean? I've got a dog out the back. You, yeah. you, you've hit notes there. Nobody's ever heard. Yeah, I can. Uh, uh, anyway, carry on. <laughs> that's how many times? That's two and a half out of two three. Two and a half out of three. And this is song number four, Ronnie. Here we go. Artist and title, please. Bye bye, bit. Oh, uh, no, it's Wizard. Uh, see my baby jive. Yes! It is Wizard! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Three and a half out of four. This is a good... This two days in a row, you're on it like Donkey yes. Kong. Go on. Then. All right, are you ready for the final tune, my friend? Yes, please. Here we go. Uh, rubber Bullets 10cc. Yes! Oh, oh you beauty! He's equaled his performance from yesterday. Four and a half out of five. Have I got that sweet one right? Oh, man. Yeah, you've got that sweet one right. That's what, uh, that's what the missus said last night. Oh, your missus said. I know if you've got premium on your T-shirt this morning. Um, it's a bit... Uh, well, actually, it's, it's, uh, it's the vintage 1970. You want to see it? I like... Oh, vintage, vintage 1957. Is that the year? Is that the year you were born? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I got that as a birthday present. I think in my 60th. It's very, very nice. It's um, it's stretching a bit of the size, but very nice. If anybody's well, gonna, if anybody who, <laughs> who should not be questioning <laughs> people and and it's you and your clothing, hey? I'm on a big fitness. Uh, I've been I've been doing fitness every day. Really fitter than me. I'm probably fitter than I've ever been since I was about 16. Because to ease the boredom, I just go on. This, I've got a stepping machine, half an hour every day. Bang it out, sweat a bit, feel better. Then I go and have a bottle of wine. You still got a massive face though. Well, that's because I'm big in shot. Well, no, no, there you go. Because big you've just got a big face, mate. God, 
Anyway, I'm not I'm not going to fall out with you today. I promised everybody that I'd be friends with you and we would not have any crosswords. So I'm not I can't gonna, wait. I'm not no, Listen, you. I can't wait till this is finished because I've had enough of it. You don't have to look at his. It was better it was on the phone, but now I have to see his big, greasy uh, Yorkshire face every day. Uh, and it just makes it takes me. I have, I have to get counselling at the end of this lockdown. Nothing to do with COVID. Just because mm. I've had to look at your face every single day. Well, it's the public service. The the listeners, uh, what we care is, about is your face should be publicly yeah. served, mate. It should be. <laughs> right. What am I playing out with today, then? <laughs> Well, we're going to play out with the best-selling single of um, 1973, and this, um, it's the the second time Tony Orlando has featured. Uh, This is the best-selling single of 1973. It's Tie a Yellow Ribbon on the Yellow Tree. If you still want me two, three, four, two, four, tie a yellow ribbon around the old old tree. What's he on about? What is he on about? Do you know what he's on about? Was that something to do with people coming back to the UK, to America from wars? You know, because that was something that people tied a yellow ribbon round. Didn't they do something with that in America? I don't know. You know, but because where's he coming from? He's coming back. Yeah, I think he's. I, th- I think Ronnie's on drugs, listeners. I- I'm leaving. Here. No, he did. He tell us. Uh, Where's he coming back from? I'm just going to leave him. He's to coming himself. back with a bus. I hope he's socially distancing as well. He's asking questions. He, I have no answer. He, he cannot. Be, he cannot just turn up and, and wear a mask, mate. If you're coming back, and don't touch the yellow ribbon either. Have you finished? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's funny. 